is on fire. See another block and then a glove save. But knocked down by Sorokin. Goes loose in front. They score! Off a scramble, the Carolina Hurricanes tie the game at one. What are we doing this for? Cut back and shot. Score! Stasty! The Carolina Hurricanes defeat the New York Islanders in overtime 2-1. to one. They win the series four games to two on Paul Stastny's third career playoff overtime winner. I'm only peace saying peace. And we are back. This is the Weston Walker Show Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. And you heard it there. The Canes go up to New York, as I said they would, and return the favor after the Islanders ruined the moving on party in game number five. And so the Canes will be moving on, awaiting the winner of the New Jersey Devils and New York Rangers, who will play game seven tonight. And I will be glued to that. And to help us talk about the Canes, tonight's game seven for their opponent and more, we have Hannah Yates, Carolina Hurricanes reporter from Bally's Sports, here to talk about that. Hannah, how are we today? I am doing great. How are you doing? We are doing great. And so to get right down to business, the report came out that the Canes are back at practice, but no Brady Shea. So what's going on there? Is he hurt? Is he going to be available for the next series? There's no clear update on him yet. I know the team has kind of just laid low on giving us some of those updates of what's actually been happening. We just know at this point in the season, there's usually just some nagging injuries or nagging little things that have been built up at different points throughout the season. So this is the perfect time for players to get a day off. It could be something. It could not be something just for them to have that extra rest. Luckily, the Kings are in a fantastic position that they closed out this series early enough to where you have this time. They'll end up practicing again tomorrow and then skating the next day. So some guys are just getting a day off just to rest here and there at this point in the series. What was your vantage point as far as how the Canes, when they lost game five, how disappointed they may have been in their mentality going into the game six and how focused they were and just never giving up and getting that win? It was tough. I know for the most part, this group is so close and they care so much about the community here and the way that they've been supported for the past couple of seasons specifically and this year in that they want to win in front of fans on on home ice. You know, it's just an easier situation. You close out the series earlier, you get more rest, which is a massive advantage in the postseason down the road. And so this group gathered. They believed in themselves. They faced adversity multiple times, losing stars from the group all season long. So there was never a doubt in that locker room. I know they were extremely confident heading into game six. The vibes were good. Um, and the boys went out there and they got the job done. Hannah Yates joining us now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. We're talking the Carolina Hurricanes in the Stanley Cup playoffs. You can follow her on Twitter, by the way, at Hannah Ray Yates. Hannah, it seems like they're getting the most from their star players. And a lot of people wrote the Canes off after Andrei Svechnikov went down. How have they been able to capitalize without him on the ice so well moving on to the second round as they have? I think that this team is deep, and I think it's the system of hockey that they play that's really unique and gives a lot of teams a hard time. And the way that they're built, they're so heavily driven by their defense and offensively. And there was only one even strength goal defensively from this group this series, which was a massive difference from what we saw in the regular season. But they're so solid on the defensive side of the puck as well, much more 
than the majority of teams I've seen across the National Hockey League. Boston was another one of those during the regular season. Of course, they're now eliminated. But I think in terms of the teams left, that's the differentiator for the Carolina Hurricanes is that they led the league all season long in terms of goals by D, in terms of defensive stats as well. I think that's a huge part of stepping up in those ways to where you're getting those offensive contributions. And then you have players like a Sebastian Ajo who had four goals and seven points in that first series, stepping up and doing the work. You got some of your younger players stepping up later on in the series. And then you have your veterans like a Paul Stasny, Jordan Stahl, those players who are really stepping up, leading the way, and maybe contributing more offensively than you would have expected. Table Teravainen going down in the postseason, obviously that's, a massive blow as well. He's an elite playmaker. And so I think they've had different pieces who have stepped up and it's just props to the way this team is built. Well, you brought up Sebastian Ajo. Speaking of stars, that's exactly where I was going to go next because this is someone already moving up on the all-time postseason goals list for this Canes team. And you see him just at the young age he is already becoming, I mean, a possible legend. Maybe he is now. Like, I think that's what we're kind of talking about with him. Has he shown you anything in the postseason you didn't already know? Or did you kind of expect this performance? Like, look, we know what kind of player he is. I expect him to go out there and play the way he has. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I feel like it's everything you would expect. And I know it's cliche to answer that way, but this player is just an absolute gamer. And I was talking to a couple of guys who said, Somehow, we don't know how because he's the most intense player during the regular season. He's very serious. It is business professional out there on the ice. And he somehow has upped his intensity in the postseason. What I've noticed about Sebastian Ajo is that he is a very unique player, and there aren't many of them in the league, in that in those clutch games, they thrive on that more so to where they have that capability to take over a game. That's an elite level. Um, he is one of the only ones in terms of that that really has the ability, oh, no matter, you know, 10 minutes left in the third period, he'll go out there and score two goals, and we've seen that happen this season. So that's who he is, and I think we're just seeing it on a massive stage right now. Hannah, you mentioned Boston losing yesterday in historic fashion. Was there any chatter amongst the team talking about that loss and what it could mean for them? And then also, will there be a watch party tonight for the Game 7 between New York and New Jersey with this team to figure out who they're going to play? It's so funny because this team, you can ask about even their opponent in a game, and they won't talk about it. They're only focused on what's going on in their locker room, and it's the same thing with the coaching staff. And I feel like that's what's kind of given them a leg up this season. Hey, we're just focused on this. There, of course, was talk when you win 65 games in a regular season and set NHL records at points, and then you get blown out in the first round. But that's hockey. I mean, that just goes to show the level of playoff hockey and the intensity and what it takes to win a Stanley Cup. So I don't know. There, Of course, people were surprised based on how that season went. But at the same time, they're not surprised in terms of the intensity of playoff hockey. I know that they do not have a preference in who they end up facing. Um, there were some similar numbers, of course. There's some in the Canes' favor, some in both New York and New Jersey from the regular season. So I know they'll be watching intently to see who they end up facing. But at the end of the day, they're just ready to play more playoff hockey. All right, Hannah, we won't ask them, but we are going to ask you. If they don't have a preference, I know that. Who is your preference? Game seven tonight between the Rangers and the Devils. What team does Carolina match up better with and why? I was. I, I thought you guys would ask that. And I've been going back and forth in my head the past couple of days. Of course, I'll be watching that intently to see how this plays out. And I think how this ends will honestly be a great sign because what you notice about playoff hockey, teams get hot as they go on. You don't want to face the teams like a Florida Panthers team right now. You don't want to face them next. 
And so I'm looking to see how this series ends tonight. But what I will say is that the Canes did better overall when facing the New Jersey Devils during the regular season and versus the New York Rangers. But it was a very different story last regular season with a different type of roster. So I would say in terms of goals allowed, like you'd rather play the New Jersey Devils. But in terms of goaltending, I think they match up well. In defense, I think they blow both of those teams out of the water when it comes to defense and the way that their offense will be able to contribute um, from defensive standpoint. And so I think facing either of these teams, there's different advantages. I'd probably personally pick the New Jersey Devils in this instance because of the youth on that team in that I think the Canes would have advantages in certain ways, but it is going to be a battle no matter who they face. That was Hannah Yates on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow her on Twitter at Hannah Ray Yates. Hannah, we thank you. We'll see you down the road. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Have a great day.